five, four, three, two, one. I'm John Miglosh for the WDMA. And we're going to be talking about focus today. And also ROI. That ought to be a hoot. <laughs> I hope you hang around and watch for that one. That one is just, that one is just priceless. It's from the LinkedIn AI staff, I guess. <laughs> um, so let's get over to the LinkedIn one that I promised you. Okay, so this is written by AI and the LinkedIn community. How can I? How can you measure ROI and the impact of direct mail campaigns? Now you've got to understand. In my profile, I say that I have some, uh, I have some CFO fluency. Okay, I learned accounting from my CFO long time ago, and um, so this starts out. Keep in mind your goals and metrics because if you want to increase sales, you might want to focus on response rate, conversion rate, average order value, and revenue per mail piece. All good. Depends a little bit on revenue. Most of the time, revenue is on is top line sales plus maybe shipping and handling, depending on what, how you handle that and how your CFO wants that handled. But generally, it's what's the total order, right? What's the total order? Okay, so I sent out I sent out a hundred mailing pieces and I got three orders and they were for a hundred dollars, one hundred fifty dollars, and two hundred dollars. Average order, one hundred fifty dollars. And you can compare that across mailings. Okay, and sometimes you'll see, uh, especially more elite lists that are more uh, more carefully segmented. You'll see maybe a higher average order but a lower response. They tend to be negatively correlated. When the response is high, the average order is low and vice versa. Um, if you want to generate leads, you might use metrics such as inquiries, signups, downloads, or calls. Now, right off the bat, you've lost me here because return on investment isn't cost per lead. A lead is not a return on investment for any CFO. You know, Now, that you may have built a correlation along through time and said for every lead we get, uh, we generate thousand dollars in sales or whatever and then you can compare your cost per lead against your projected revenue per per lead um, but yeah, yeah that's not ROI okay that's something else okay uh, next use tracking codes and tools and and basically they said you want to attribute responses to the specific mail piece that triggered them well you know most of the real mailers I know the catalogers don't use tracking codes much anymore. And the reason is because most people will take the catalog, look through it, decide what they want, and go online and pick up the cookie, give digital full credit, but also not put in the tracking code unless there's a specific benefit. And, you know, I had a real crazy uh, experience over Christmas trying to buy from J. Crew, where they had a tracking code on something I ran into. And then when you got there, depending on which items you put in, the, the discounts changed dramatically. And they had, they had codes related to individual items in the sale area. And they had codes related to the entire order. And they applied them differently. And there were so many tracking codes, it didn't make a bit of sense. And I finally gave up. My wife later placed the order and then called customer support and said, you guys are all crazy and I want this discount, and they gave it to her. <laughs> I should have known. Anyway, what do most mailers use these days? 
you know, this is the, the sort of thing that you'd use if you were using billboards or if you were using TV commercials, you know, and, and you didn't have any way to know who got mailed. But in mail, direct mail right there, see direct mail? In direct mail, this is supposed to be about direct mail, you know who you mail, even on a rented list. So you, that's what most people do. Most people say, okay, let's take everybody we mailed and see if they ordered subsequent within a reasonable amount of time, right? Let's see if their next door neighbors ordered. You know, I had a client that for every one order they got from existing clients, they got two more from pass along the catalog, right? Because they could see it was the next door neighbor. Now there were probably more than that because we didn't count anybody that wasn't like immediately next door. But uh, it, it gave us an, an ROI of 900%, and we'll talk about what ROI means. Now, compare your results with your costs. Okay, well, what are your total costs? Right? Mention cost, cost, cost. Doesn't say what costs. And here's where most marketers fall down, because they'll take the cost of the, of the ad. They'll take the cost of the mailing. That's not your total cost. Your total cost is cost of the mailing, cost of processing the order, and cost of goods, right? So if you got a $150 average order, let's just say, uh, about half to two-thirds of that is the cost of the merchandise that you shipped to fulfill the order, okay? So now you're down to $0.75 cents or $75 of gross profit, gross profit. Now you take out the, the mailing cost, and if you had a 2% response and you mailed it for a buck, you spent uh, 50 cents or if you spent 50 bucks for the mailing to get that order, something like that. Okay, so now you're down to $25. What's your, what's your order processing cost? Maybe $20. Pretty easily could be $20 or could be more than that. So now we're talking about a $5. $5 total spread over that uh that $100 mailing or that $50 mailing cost. Okay, so your return, so it's like minuscule nothing, right? Right? Now, what most people use is return on ad spend, which is wonderful, except that if you're selling a lot of low margin items, you know, I had a client that had a big catalog, beautiful, and they had about a third of it was their own products, which they made about 60%, 70% margin. And the rest of it was things that they bought from someone else and resold, brought in, unpacked, repacked, reshipped. And uh, it was about 20% margin. And so the more of that they sold, the more money they lost. It was ridiculous. Okay, so serious CFOs will say, that's it. You got to get down to your EBITDA cost, your at least, you know, at least your three main costs, which are the cost of order processing, the cost of the mailing, and the cost of goods. Take those out. Now you're talking about return on investment. But now we're talking about A-B test, testing, split testing. And then what you do is you compare, uh, you compare this to previous mailings. You, you it says right here, you compare it with previous mailings or uh, industry competitors or industry averages. Um, Again, what you really want to know in a test is how much did it boost compared to the norm, okay? What did it do over here? And so really, you only want to compare that incremental lift for ROI, right? So when we talk about that 
300% ROI or 900% ROI, that was compared against customers we didn't mail. Okay, the incremental difference. So the average customer spent something like $10 a month after they'd purchased. Okay, our customers spent, the ones we mailed, spent something like $30 afterwards. Now you take all the costs out of that and you've got about a, about a $10, I think it was a $3. Yeah, it was about a $3 net profit and therefore a uh, dollar divided by 300 is... 300%, okay, something like that. Don't do math on the fly. So this is what you get when you get LinkedIn AI giving you articles on how to do direct mail. Tomorrow we're going to be talking about Mike Gunderson's article on how to test, and that's much better. So I hope you made it to the end. Have a great day. Like and share. Your friends will know you're smart. Bye-bye.